Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring Honor Reviews podcast, where if you want it, review it. My name's DC, and the goal of this podcast bring a ton of movie news, comic book news, and even some TV news as well. Today's the 83rd episode of the podcast, happening on November 7th, 2007. So, in my first section, Thumbs Up, Thumbs Down, what I normally do is go over the world of news and stuff that happened in the past week, and I give it a thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs all the way in a circle. Um, so, the first object I have here, first thing I have here, is news from the crew of Bad Boys. So, recently, uh, Will Smith went to, actually, Martin Lawrence went to Instagram and posted a a very, very short video of himself and Will Smith talking about returning for Bad Boys 3. So, it looks like it's official that this Bad Boys 3 movie is actually going to happen Right now is actually labeled as um, Bad Boys for Life, which it's okay. It's not the catchiest of of um, titles. I kind of wish that they had this become the fourth title and say Bad Boys in a number four life, which of course is cheesy as well. But at the same time, you know, you gotta keep the cheesy factor. So I want to see exactly what comes about this third movie. I want to actually see a script. I want to see what the story will be about. I want to see, you know, them both play off each other again a little bit. I kind of want to see a trailer as well and to make sure that they don't seem, like, run down or or too um, too much like their, their second movie because it feels like this might be a case of a little too late kind of scenario where maybe if they put this out, like, five or six years ago, it might have been better than, you know, waiting for such a long period of time in order to put this one movie out. Um, the first time they've actually reprised the role, well, actually reprised the role, actually start the roles back um 2003, where it's like, it's, it's crazy. That's, that's to see that 2003 is the last time they was in this role together, and it's like, wow, that's such a long time. Like, it's very, very hard to go back to a series after a long break and keep it fresh and funky. Um, there's not many people can actually do that. Sometimes it does fall very short from what you need to do. So for me, seeing that they're going back to these roles after such a long hiatus, it, it makes me a little concerned, just a little bit. I, I do know that they're both in pretty good shape. From this picture alone, Martin Lawrence looks like he's been working out. He's going real good. I know a couple of years ago he was on the little chunkier side, and it's like, all right, I don't know what's going to happen with him. But so far in this picture alone, he looks like he's in great, great shape. Um, Will Smith's always in great shape. So seeing them both um, interact would be great to see for the future of this franchise. And potentially, if they want to spin it off, they could actually spin it off with um, with uh, Martin Lawrence's character and his um, sons. Or potentially, they could bring in like a a either child of the Will Smith character or someone that's related to him. I would like to see something like that happen. So for me, this one I give it a thumbs middle just because I'm not fully on board, but I am definitely like semi hopeful. I, I want to see them show a bit of of documentation. I want to see more more from this um, franchise and if they're actually going to keep on going with it or is this something that they just wanted to put out there and, you know, get folks' hopes up 
so quickly and so easily. I know a lot of folks really want this third movie, and it seems like it might be possible very, very soon. I think the earliest the movie would come out will, will be in, like, 2020, because I know that they're starting production in 2019, like, early 2019. So that, that's the earliest they could push it out is um, probably early 2020. So you still got a couple years for this movie to come out. I just want to see what would they pull off with this whole thing, and will Michael Bay still be EP, or would he say, no, I'm, I'm okay, I'll stay away from this? Because I, I would think that I would like to see Michael Bay in some kind of way shape, or form in this whole um, series, just because he started off, so I want to see him continue with it. So I would like to see more from this, so I'm not completely sold, and that's why I would give this one a thumbs middle. The next thing I have here is um, a a new release, well, not really, a release date for um, Deadpool 2, and it's going to be a PG-13 version. So this movie here, if you don't know, Deadpool 2 is a rated R movie that came out earlier this year. So towards um, December, um, exactly December 12th, is going to be a PG-13 cut of it that's coming out in theaters. So it's going to be quite interesting. It's going to be kind of form into the Princess Bride kind of scenario. And they're actually going to have Fred Savage reprise his role um, as the kid in that movie. And you're going to have um, Wade Wilson telling the story of Deadpool 2. So it's going to be kind of crazy. I'm not, gonna sh- I'm not sure how they're going to make it PG-13 proper. Because when I'm thinking about the movie, it had quite a bit of rated R. So, seeing how to cut back and forth between the different um, gore and aspects like that, I almost see how they make that happen. I know now these days, PG-13, you could toe the line quite easily with PG-13. I know for the curse words, you could always bleep it out, and that might help it a little bit, but I'm not sure about the gore. That aspect there, I want to see what would they do to change it around. Will they cut out real fast before that actually happens? Or will they, you know, keep in and, you know, try to make things look a little different? I'm not sure exactly how they're going to make this PG-13 fully. So I'm actually interested in it. Am I excited? Not really, just because you're reaching for another scenario with Deadpool. I know what they're trying to do with it. I know they're trying to make this where... You could bring Deadpool into the, the, the new cinematic universe for MCU. Because when it comes down to it, they've merged with Fox. So they gotta, they're going to put these characters together some way, shape, or form. So I'm guessing they want to test out the waters and see if Deadpool could be a PG-13 character as well. And then you might have him join the other um, Avengers or whatever have you. Or even mix them with some other universe. And I, I know, you know, Disney originally said they wouldn't mess with Deadpool. So seeing that this is like a re-release of Deadpool 2, I'm not exactly, you know, sad for it. But at the same time, I'm not really hyped. But I can say I'm okay with this one. So for me, I get this one a thumbs middle as well just because I'm not completely sold on this PG-13 version of the movie. But I know why they're doing it. And... I'm somewhat okay, but not completely there yet. So I'll get this one a thumbs middle. The next thing I have here is a a price increase for um, AMC stubs, A-list. 
So if folks have not been, you know, listened to this or haven't been, you know, seen any kind of movies whatsoever, you'll know that back a couple months ago when MoviePass was, was crapping out, AMC came up with their own movie subscription um, service, basically. And they service 15 of the, the 50 states that's in America. So what they do is you could go see three movies a week for $20 a month. Um, and that could be for IMAX. It could be for um, any any version of the AMC movies that's out right now. So what has been recently talked about and even put into fruition is going to be a a price increase for the A-list subscription service. So there's quite a bit of um, places that's going to get an increase. I know that New York City, where I am at, will get an increase from to twenty well nineteen ninety five a month to twenty three ninety five. Places also include that same number will be California, Connecticut, Massachusetts, and New Jersey. So those other places will have the same twenty three ninety five at the well. It's going to be in January ish, like early January is going to happen. But from what they've mentioned, that if you started your subscription recently, it won't go into effect until your 12 months is up. So I kind of want to see what what is that about for, for sure. So for now, I do know that that's a potential what's going to happen in the early January stages. Though, luckily enough, other states are getting a very, very small increase. States like um, Colorado, Delaware, Florida, Georgia... Illinois, Maryland, uh, Minnesota, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Washington, and Washington, D.C. Those places only get uh, a bump up to $21.95. So one couple things actually um, shout out to me on that one. Well, not really shout out. A couple things that stick out to me on that one is the fact that those places only get um, like roughly $2 change increase while other places get a $4 change. I kind of want to see why that was put into um fruition i kind of see why they decided to increase us by that much rather than say everyone increased by 20 um up to 21.95 i'm guessing because there's more people in these locations but at the same time you need to be equal i'd rather you be completely equal and say all around we're raising our prices up to twenty one ninety five, or say we raise our prices to twenty three ninety five. I'd rather be one for all fifteen states rather than you split it half and half. That's because now if I live in you know one of these five states I mentioned, you are receiving two dollars more increase than the other states that are under the some um, subscription service, which isn't horrible because at the end of the day you have it where one movie basically pays for the subscription service for the most part. So, as long as you use your subscription service, then you should be perfectly fine. I'll say, folks who have it right now, you should definitely go see at least one to two movies a month. It'll, it'll cover, you know, it'll make you the more bang for your buck, basically. So, I, I don't I don't think this is a bad situation. I can just want a thumbs up just because you will think eventually they will have to increase prices. They don't want to go through the same thing that MoviePass went through back a couple months ago where it kept on bouncing up and down and just it was just too much for a lot of people to actually um, go through. So seeing that they're going to just increase it now and then potentially do like an increase every like 
six or seven months, I'll be fine with that because you're steadily increasing your numbers rather than you have it where one month is this, one month is that, and then change it around. I'd rather you have something that's steady and consistent and say, all right, every couple of months we're going to do this and we're going to increase the number. Because when it comes down to it, if you see as many movies as possible, like for myself, I see at least three a week anyway, this definitely is nothing compared to what I would have paid if I didn't have the subscription service. So I'm perfectly fine with that, and I give this one a thumbs up. The next thing I have here is um, a cast for um, the DC movie that's coming out, which is the Birds of Prey movie. And they've casted Ewan McGregor as the Black Mask character. This is awesome, just because Ewan is um, such a great actor. And to see that he's going to be in this prominent role of the Black Mask, I'm very, very hyped. I, I kind of want to see this movie more and more now just because you're casting great actors in these roles and it sounds like they're really taking this serious. So I want to see what they're going to come up with this. On, um, I know they have great actresses playing in those Birds of Prey roles. So I want to see what exactly is going to be formed afterwards. I want to see the actual script and I want to see what they come up with. So for me, this casting of this great actor it's a full thumbs up just because you need those roles. You need those people to play those perfect roles. So I want to see them in like a like mock-up costume. I want to see that black mask come on. I want to see this, the suit come up as well. He doesn't have to be bulky. He just has to be, you know, in good enough shape. I want to see that he's medicine, but at the same time, you know... Uh, not really like joking around for the, for the most part. I just want to see him where he looks good, but also medicine as well. So I can't wait to see more of this. I want to see what else they come up with. And, you know, I want to see some pictures. I want to see some, you know, some trailers pop up of this movie. Hopefully very, very soon. But for me, just hearing that he's casted for this role is a definite thumbs up. So moving on to um, the trailer section. So a couple trailers came out this past week. The first one being um, Creed 2. And they have a trailer where um, Rocky Balboa meets Ivan Drago in the bar. So seeing this trailer, it was amazing. I gotta be honest. It's one of those things where it brings the old Rocky and the new Rocky together in such a very very mesh way that didn't fully do in the first one which i'm glad to do in the second one and they're gonna double down on it and say all right the first one did a little bit of homage and was kind of hinting every now and then but the second one is gonna have a little bit more and say all right we're gonna do a a part two of um, Creed versus Drago and had the kids um, actually fight the whole fight, you know, honors of the father and whatnot. So seeing that is amazing. Plus you bring back um, Ivan Drago's character is a perfect touch as well because, you know, he's trying to get back his honor from the from losing in the fourth movie. So I want to see what exactly comes about with his character arc and see, does he get you know, satisfaction without his son winning or 
you know, does he find something else that that pushes him forward and makes his character even better than he was before? So it's great to see that his character's back. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this trailer. It made me really want to see more. And I'm glad that it didn't give away too much. But I want to see this, though. They should stop with the new release of trailers probably very soon. Just because a little too much more, then you might know way too much about the story. So I want to see if they could cut the same kind of trailer, but then show it in different kind of ways. And then keep it like that. Because right now, you're dangerously get, you're getting very dangerously close to giving away too much of the story. And that's what you don't want to do. So far, they've done enough to where they've got you hyped to actually watch it. So all you have to do is just keep the hype up, but at the same time, don't give away too many scenes. But for me, seeing this trailer alone, I give this a one of thumbs up just because of Ivan Drago coming back to see him interact with the Rocky character and to see that his star process is still kind of the same, but at the same time, you've seen he's, he's grown since the last um, time they interacted with each other. So I can't wait to see this movie. It did what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to get you hyped, and I can't wait to see more of this um, universe. The next trailer I have here is The Secret Life of Pets 2. So this trailer here is from the perspective of the Max character. So if you haven't watched the first one, um, Max character is the main character. He's like a beagle kind of mix. Um, he's very, very cool. He's very um, spoiled slash snarky of sorts. So when you see his character come in as part two of the movie, he's actually going to the vet. And a lot of funniness happens. There's a lot of characters he, he finds himself meeting up at the vet, the veterinarian. Yes, veterinarian. You see him um, interact with a lot, a lot of other animals, and they seem very, very cool, very, very, very funny. So when I was watching this trailer, I was actually hyped, and actually I was happy. Um, I, can't, I can't wait to see what comes about with this second movie. Um, they will show other character trailers, which I'm not really sure on. I kind of wish they did a overarching trailer rather than just a character piece for each one just because i like most of the people in there but at the same time i don't want to get like a backstory of each one before the movie starts uh, i'd rather you just have that in the movie and have it start for me rather than you know each trailer is going to have a, a character trailer for each character it's just, it's just not what i want to see but for this trailer alone it being the first trailer that came out for the secret life of pets it makes you want to see the movie. It makes you want to find out what happened between part one and part two. See how the character has grown since the last time you've seen him on the screen. And see what exactly will he get himself into for the second one. And hopefully it's not the same as the first. Because then you're just um, regurgitating what you get in the first movie. Which you don't want to do. So hopefully the, the hijinks that happens in this one isn't you know a mirror image of the first movie so uh, i'm kind of hyped this the trailer did what it's supposed to do it got you hyped or get, got me hyped to see what will come about with this second movie so that's it thumbs up for this one the next trailer i have here is isn't it romantic so this uh, movie trailer is from um what's that girl's name oh man 
I'm trying to remember this girl's name, but I can't remember this girl's name. Um, Ruby, no, not Ruby. Rebel Wilson. Yes, Rebel Wilson. She's basically in this movie, and she basically has an accident. And now her mindset is that she's in a romantic comedy, which for me, based on this trailer alone, I am not a, 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 I'm, okay, let me backtrack a little bit. I'm not really a fan of her comedy because she reminds me so much of Melissa McCarthy. And when I say that, I mean that they both do the, the one note kind of thing for the comedy, which sometimes you need to expand your horizons just, just a little bit. For me, Melissa McCarthy, when she falls over, I think that's the worst thing she could do. I, I just don't like that kind of comedy from her. I like other things she does as a comedian, but her falling over every single movie, it just irks my soul. So for Rebel Wilson, she's more or less like the the carefree, can't really say carefree. She's more or less the um, I don't care kind of comedy, which it's it, it, it works at times, but at the same time, I, I feel that I know I'm going to get real annoyed at her real fast in this movie, and I'm not sure if she has the... I'm not sure if she has the chops yet to hold her own movie. I'm afraid that this movie might suck bad. I, I think that if she, her, her characters have been always, like, supporting characters, so seeing that she's going to be one of the, the main character, I'm kind of fearful of this movie. I'm fearful of this movie that it's going to be horrible, that it's going to be, you know, one note that's not going to have much, many laughs, basically. I feel that this one's not going to really draw anyone. When I was watching this trailer, I wasn't exactly excited. I was I was actually semi-bored for, no, for the most part. I, I really didn't feel that this trailer did much for this whole movie in general. I feel that if they replaced it with someone else, it might have been better. But for me, when I'm seeing her in this role, I'm like, eh... I'm not really gonna watch this, I feel. I feel like this is a movie where I'm gonna skip it and say, I'll watch it if I have time, but I, I, I don't know. It's it looks it looks horrible. Thumbs down for this one. I, I'm not a fan of it. Not a fan at all. The next thing I have here is um Spies in Disguise. So this trailer here, I could be fully honest. It has me it has me on the fence, but at the same time, it has me semi-interested to see, see this whole thing. And I'll explain right now. For this movie, Will Smith and Tom Holland is starring this whole thing. Tom Holland is playing like a geek kind of character, and he's like the cue to Will Smith's um, agent. So basically, you see how smooth he is. He's a debonair. He's a karate expert, um, martial arts expert, and... All that good jazz. That's fine. So, hijinks ensues, and Tom Holland's character turns Will Smith's agent into a pigeon. And basically said, as a pigeon, you could be a better spy, basically. So, from this teaser trail alone, it did have me laugh in that aspect of his, you know, perfect character turned into a pigeon. But at the same time, I, I need. I might need a little more context. I need a little more background in it. Um, watch this whole thing. 
I I wasn't too turned off, but at the same time, I was kind of hyped to see a little bit more of it. So it did, it kind of did what it's supposed to do, which was draw you into this whole universe and see um, potentially what they could bring about with these two characters. But at the same time, I semi turned off by it just a little bit, just because of a few things. The first being Will Smith. I'm sorry, Will Smith. You're a great actor. Just that your voice is so distinguishable that it takes you off the film just a little bit. So hearing his voice, eh, not really good for me. Seeing his character being that smooth and and everything comes so easily, again, eh, it's, it's been done before and it's been done better. So the scene that, is, uh, I don't know. Plus they played the music that was playing in Hitch, which again makes me think of Will Smith and not, you know, this character that he's playing. So again, you make me get out the movie itself. So this trailer was this trailer was semi hit or miss, but it hit enough to where I give this one a thumbs three quarters way up and not give it a middle. Um, just for that alone, because it did have some interesting parts, but at the same time it didn't really, you know, take me too much away from it. But I I, I was away from it for like a second or two. Um, so for that one alone, I'll give it a thumbs, you know, three quarters up. It's, it's venturing on the, on the middle, but I'll keep it at three quarters up. So um, that's it for thumbs up, thumbs down. The next section I have here is um, coming to theaters. So basically every single week, there are a bunch of movies coming out of theaters. And I give it either, I actually give it or rank it either from interested or pass. So, if you check on the podcast notes that's on the website itself, you can see the trailers for each of these movies. So, this week, there are three movies that's coming out in theaters. That's national release. Um, New York City might have quite a bit more because they have limited releases. But for the nation in general, these are the three movies that are coming out this this coming week. So, Overlord is a a timepiece that's also like a zombie kind of movie. I feel like it, it felt like a version of um, Call of Duty to me when I saw it. So it reminded me of that plus The Walking Dead mixed together. So it looked kind of interesting, and I'm kind of quite interested in seeing this movie. It looks like something that I might be, you know, interested in seeing, but it, it also has some aspects of I don't know. But at the same time, I'm kind of interested to see it because the trailers. Don't really give you too much, which is what you're supposed to do. And I see what it could be and potentially could keep my attention for some time. So I'm going to give that one quite interested for now, just because I'm semi-interested to go see it. But at the same time, I do love the genre that is is, um, portraying in the trailers. So quite quite interested for that one. The next movie I have here is Dr. Seuss and... Well, Dr. Seuss is the Grinch. And this one, it looks pretty good. I can be honest. All the trailers that we're supposed to do, it made me laugh. It made me think of the Jim Carrey version, but also the the original version that came up before that one. The Jim Carrey version wasn't horrible. It, it told the story it made made sense. This one looks very, very cool. It looks very, very hip. It looks like it, it will do things that the live action version will be hard to do. Will we'll have trouble doing. So for me, this one is quite interested. Quite interested as well, 
just because I'm always a fan of animated properties and um, Illumination's doing this one too. So it should be good. If they keep it to the, the realm of like a, a evil evil or vision or version of Gru, then that should be the best movie for Dr. Seuss ever. So hopefully to keep that same kind of thing and it should be good. The last movie I have here just coming out this this coming week is The Girl in the Spider's Web, a new dragon tattoo story. So um, I believe Claire Foy, Foy is returning her role, I believe. Unfortunately, I didn't see the first one. I know, I know. Um, I missed the movie, man. I'm supposed to go see all the movies. But, but sometimes these movies escape me. So I didn't see the first one. Um, I heard that it's kind of different from the second one. But when I saw the trailer for the second one, I kind of want to see it. Um, I'm very interested in seeing this movie. It, it has my attention from the first trailer. There's a lot of action. It looks like Claire Foy's character looks like um, she's going to kick a lot of butt. It looks like she's going to do quite a bit of um, action. It looks like she's going to have enough backstory, enough intrigue to figure out what is her connection to the main villain of the whole movie. So for me, I want to see more. I really do. So the trailer has done what it's supposed to do. It kept my interest, and I'm really hyped to go see it. I kind of want to see the first one just to see if there's any connection to the second one. Hopefully not. Hopefully they're both standalone movies, so I want to see the first one in order to understand the second one. Um, if so, then I'll probably have to go see the first one first and then go see this one. But based on the trails alone, I'm very interested to see this movie, and I can't wait to go see it this coming weekend. So, um, that's all I have for this episode. Um, you can find us on all social medias. On Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, iTunes, at Bring On Reviews. You can find us on Twitter, at Bring On Reviews. No, the not one. You can use the hashtag Bring On Reviews for any comments, personal reviews, and suggestions you might have. You can even visit the website, which is BringOnReviews.com for any movie reviews and even this podcast as well. If you love watching TV shows, enjoy watching movies. Therefore, you should definitely put your voice out there and start writing some reviews. If you want to write for reviews for this website, please email me at info at bringonreviews.com and use the subject line, I want to join the review team. Um, besides that, you can also send in any questions and inquiries you might have to that same email address as well. Do find me on social media, on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at Dwight Ant C. That's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Again, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Or if you want to email me directly, you can email me at dc at bringonorreviews.com. And we'll catch your reviewers next time.